Now we're back. Methodology of the Status of Mental Health in Ottawa Report, published by Auto Public Health. And I'm going to admit, this is... Sometimes you'll hear, you know, mispronunciations or something weird will happen as I'm narrating. It's because I'm reading off of my phone in Latin, whatever they call this mode, landscape or horizontal. <laughs> so sometimes as I try and scroll, it'll jump around and so on and so forth. Analysis. So statistical significance testing between the outcome and socioeconomic factors were conducted using chi-square tests at a significance level of P uh, less than 0.05. Boy. If there is less than a five okay, if there's less than a five percent likelihood that the observed difference was due to chance, then that difference is said to be statistically significant. All socioeconomic variables were forced into a multivariable Poisson regression model using two CCHS cycles, if available, to determine which factors were statistically significant, less than 5%, when controlling for the others. Reference comparison categories for each variable were male, ages 12 to 19, English mother tongue, post-secondary education, highest household income, Canadian-born, population center, parents with child or children, homeowner at work in the past week, and non-indigenous identity. Comparison categories are identified within each figure. If employment status was not significantly associated with the outcome in the model, it was excluded as it was only asked to respondents aged 15 to 75 years. It's quite the range. Not every statistically significant difference is reported. Where comparisons between groups are made and presented in a chart, bars in the chart are striped to indicate statistically significant differences from the comparison category. Any differences between Ottawa and Ontario less Ottawa should be interpreted as Ottawa is different from the average of individuals across Ontario excluding the Ottawa area. It does not mean Ottawa is different from other individual health units across Ontario. No comparisons were made to other individual health unit regions across Ontario. In this document, percentages proportions are rounded to the nearest whole number. Example, 11.7% is rounded to 12%. And rates have been age standardized to the 2011 Canadian population unless otherwise noted. Point estimates estimates are provided with 95% confidence intervals, CI, indicated by error bars on charts. The 95% CI includes the true value 95 times out of 100. For example, if the point estimate for the percentage of auto residents using alcohol is 58%, that's 95% CI, 44 to 70%, then the range from 44% to 70% will contain the true population value 95% of the time. The narrower the confidence interval is, the more precise the estimate. Data presented in the figures are available in Appendix 2, Data Tables for Figures. First Nations, Inuit, and Métis peoples. Some residents are at higher risk of poor mental health or mental illness due to discrimination or inequities related to education, employment, income, and housing. 
For example, while other population groups experience inequities, First Nations, Inuit, and Métis peoples, as the original peoples of Canada, experience the cumulative effect of long-term social and health inequities, combined with ongoing impacts of colonization, systemic racism, discrimination, and social exclusion. To learn more about the mental health of Indigenous peoples, please see the section Mental Well-Being of Indigenous Peoples. Limitations. Throughout the report, critically appraised local, provincial, and national data sources were used. When local data was not available, provincial and national data were used. There was limited access to data for specific populations living in Ottawa. Priority populations, including Indigenous peoples, were considered in the data analysis where possible. However, these populations are not well represented in local data. Examples of other priority populations include immigrants, francophones, LGBTQ2, residents living in rural areas, and older adults. Access to quality, relevant, and timely local data would support a health equity approach to mental health promotion, programming, policies, and services for the identified priority populations. To learn more about these populations, please see Appendix 1, Priority Populations. Positive Mental Health Outcomes Over a lifetime, mental health is shaped by a complex interaction between individual, family, community, and societal factors. These factors can be modified to promote and protect mental health and reduce the risk of poor mental health or mental illness. Mental health outcomes, such as self-rated mental health and psychological well-being, predict the overall health and mental health of population. Understanding mental health outcomes helps to determine what factors promote and protect mental health and where it may be at risk. This section of the report describes the mental health outcomes across the Ottawa population. So here are some highlights for Ottawa. Many Ottawa residents reported very good or excellent self-rated mental health, 69%, happiness, 75%, and life satisfaction, 91%. Ottawa residents continue to report lower levels of strong community belonging compared to the rest of Ontario. Hmm. Ottawa residents aged 20 to 44 years reported lowest levels of strong community belonging, whereas youth 12 to 19 years reported the highest levels of strong community belonging. Fewer Ottawa residents, 64%, aged 15 years and older, reported high psychological well-being compared to the rest of Ontario, 70%. Certain populations more frequently reported poor mental health outcomes, lower income, lower self-rated mental health, happiness, life satisfaction, Lower education levels, which is lower self-rated mental health, life satisfaction, psychological well-being. Increase in age in older adults over 65 years. That's lower happiness, life satisfaction, psychological well-being. Home renters, lower self-rated mental health, life satisfaction. Immigrants, I think that says less than 10 years in Canada, lower happiness, psychological well-being. 
unemployed slash unable to work. They have lower self-rated mental health, life satisfaction. Living alone, lower social well-being. I find that this one particular um, stat here is very interesting. Auto residents continue to report, continued to report lower levels of strong community belonging compared to the rest of Ontario. Is it because, you know, Ottawa is very transient, many people only here to work, many out-of-towners? Then Ottawa residents aged 20 to 44 years reported lowest levels of strong community belonging. But then whereas youth, 12 to 19, that's when you're in school. That's mostly local people, right? Anyway, I won't put too much of my own opinion here. (laughs) Self-rated mental health. Self-rated mental health measures an individual's perception of their mental health status. Poor self-rated mental health is associated with poor health outcomes, increased use of health services, and less satisfaction with services. In 2013-14, more than two-thirds, 69% of auto residents aged 12 years and older reported very good or excellent mental health, which was the same as the rest of Ontario, 69%. Residents who rent their homes and those unable to work or permanently unemployed reported very good or excellent mental health less often. Self-rated mental health increased while increasing education levels and increasing household income. When controlling for all factors, age, sex, mother tongue, education, household income, immigration, home ownership, location of residence, and indigenous identity, Household income predicts a significant association with self-rated mental health. Residents with the lowest household income and lower middle income were more likely to report fair or poor mental health as compared to those with highest household income. Happiness. Happiness is a positive emotional state that varies over time and reflects our day-to-day experiences, such as feeling happy, while taking a vacation or participating in a favorite favorite activity. Happiness and life satisfaction are associated with positive mental and physical health outcomes. In 2011 and 2012, three quarters, 75% of Ottawa's residents reported they felt happy almost every day or every day in the past month, which was the same as residents across the rest of Ontario, that's 75%. Significant associations were found between happiness and age, household income, living situation, and time since immigration when controlling for all socioeconomic factors. As age increased, the proportion of respondents reporting feeling happy almost every day or every day in the past month decreased. That's 15 to 19 years, 83%, 65 years and older, 66%. Residents with the highest income per household size, 82%, reported the highest level of happiness in the past month. Past month happiness was lowest among residents with the least income, it's 49%. About 80% of those living with others and no children reported feeling happy almost every day or every day, which was significantly greater than the two parents with children and single parents. 78% and 61% respectively, when controlling for other socioeconomic factors. 
immigrants who have been in Canada for less than 10 years were more likely to not report feeling happy every day or almost every day in the past month as compared to Canadian-born residents. Life satisfaction. Life satisfaction is a self-assessment of how people think and feel about their life overall. Generally, self-reports of life satisfaction tend to assess longer-term experiences than self-reports of happiness. For example, an individual may express life satisfaction as they reflect on the meaningfulness of their work and economic security it brings for their family. The Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development considers life satisfaction to be a key indicator for overall well-being. In 2013 and 2014, 91% of Ottawa residents aged 12 years and older, or roughly 732,000 people, reported they were satisfied or very satisfied with their life, with an average satisfaction rating of 7.9 on a scale of 0 to 10, which was similar to residents in the rest of Ontario. Reported life satisfaction has not changed significantly over time. That's 2005-2014. Lower life satisfaction was reported by those with increase in age, lower levels of education, lower income, rented income, and unemployment slash inability to work. 